Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch, no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. Live by Live has all of your favorite music, and you can listen for free. Whether you hit play on one of our hundreds of curated music stations or create your own custom artist radio station, you'll find the music you love on Live by Live. Visit LiveXLive.com or search LiveXLive in the App Store or Google Play and listen for free now. So I'm at Eddie Murphy's Harlem Nights premiere. Mike's wardrobe was out of here. Like he can always and dress. And I got the, the, turf, the hat. With the brim and the whole thing. And so I'm hanging out, right, and I'm hitting on these two Asian girls who look beautiful. I'm hitting on them, right? But they're not talking to me, and they know, and stuff. And so I'm pissed off, and I leave. So the premiere, the, the, the show is over, right? The movie's over. I come out. I see him. He got the two same girls. Hey, you like to hang out with us? That's like what you were saying. You guys are in, like, parallel universes. Always. Another episode of Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson and Evan Britton. And we have such a special guest here today. Today is a dear friend of mine, also a personal friend. I'll be sure is a sensation new R&B singer. He's the man. He, I think he just got off tour. He's my brother. And everybody, he's here for you. I'll talk to the people. Yes, Welcome. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome, Good to brother. see you. Good to see you. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, this is this is truly amazing. We've, we've had such an amazing, amazing journey over the years and, I agree. Uh, it's good to see where we are today you know we are thriving and we are blessed and Thank and, and continue yeah, come on you know what it is you know that mountain we've climbed it's amazing and Michael and I have had these parallel universes you know whether whether we see each other all the time or maybe don't you know from traveling and I'm on tour and he's taking care of his business and stuff but the brotherhood remains always see, I'm gonna tell you the first time I met you must have been 85 86, I think it was 85 86 you don't remember you was in upstate New York Albany New York you don't remember this. And you were with, who were you with? Come on, what was his name again? Were you in training camp? Were, no, you, were you up in? You, we were in the mountains at nighttime. You had a show, and then you came to this bar. Everybody was at. It was a black bar. <laughs> was it Deion Sanders? No, he used to hang out with Andre all the time. Who's his name? Uh, Mookie? No, it was on, not Mookie the big guy. This other guy, I forgot Man. his name. He used to always say he had a baby with a Karen um, White and oh, stuff. Oh, What's oh, his name? Sugar Dice. Sugar Dice, yeah. Sugar Dice. Sugar Dice. Sugar Dice. Big shout out to Sugar Dice. Oh. Sugar Dice. Oh, man. Wow. wow. That's yeah. the first time you met? And then, you know what that brings me to, because I remember the first tour uh, when I first got signed to Warner Brothers, and we were all on the airplane together. And then for some reason, years later, like it's still like online, that Karen White and I are dating. Who? That, yeah. And, you? Yeah, that's something. But I don't know where they got the story from. Like I, I hadn't seen Karen. You know, big shout out to Karen. I love Karen. Karen what, White. What yes. an amazing talent. Uh, awesome but that, but that was our first tour. I went from the bedroom in Mount Vernon to being in Japan in front of 10,000 Japanese citizens that basically didn't speak English, but they knew every lyric to the song. And it was the most fascinating experience for me the first time out on the road when I was just rehearsing to wow. new edition in my bedroom. It was crazy. And then I'm, also, I'm, I'm, I'm thousands of miles away, and these amazing Japanese citizens are singing along, woo, <laughs> doing, doing all the stuff. And I'm like, wow, I said, is this what this is supposed to be like? So you talk about just an epiphany and, and, and just dreaming it to fruition. That's kind of my, you know, been my thing too lately, Mike, which has been, you know, just everything is about the power of positive thinking. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And, uh, you know, I've even started, I've started a new campaign called I am new com, And it's not about me. It's just about every day that you are gifted enough to wake up in the morning, look in your mirror Those and tell words yourself. Those are the most two important words in the world. I am. Now, what do you put behind that is what you are. Yes, sir. I'm a no good rotten nigga. Fuck that bitch. That's what you are. I am God. I am a beautiful person. I am loving. I am caring. I am gratitude. Yes, sir. That's what you are. Yes, sir. 
I am. That's what you are. That's what I wanted to start. You know, so I've embarked upon this journey of, um, you know, kind of health and wellness. I mean, Mike, you've you've known me since, you know, I was 17 years old yeah. and I was I was I weighed about 160 back then. And then, you know, and then I kind of, you know, went through this journey, this musical journey all over. And people ask me, you know, how'd you gain so much weight? I got to like 305. Wow. So within the I'll, I'll fast forward. So within the last year or so, I made a decision to be in charge of my star player. And, and that's supposed to be me and not deal with the diabetes type two and just try to be healthy, you know, and, and obviously, you know, where we live in Vegas, it's the devil's, the devil's, uh, you know, the bottom line is I just made a decision to say, you know what, let me uh, evolve. Long story short, over the last year, I've lost 100 pounds. Wow, man. I threw up a small child and their friend. If you don't evolve, <laughs> if you, don't evolve you're no longer allowed to exist. Yes, sir. You have to evolve. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, and I did it in you know different ways. You know, first I started, which we, we were just talking about earlier. You know, I cut out the bread, rice, pasta, yeah. sugar. I did all that because sugar is worse than heroin because oh, it's, it's worst, so addicting. So worst. you have to wean your body off of all the other stuff first. Yes. And then I wound up doing surgery, and it, it was the best thing for me. Very specific because you know my grandson, my five year old grandson. I tell you, five years old. I, I tell you what he said to me. It, it was this was kind of the last straw. His last birthday, uh, you know, he, he, he walks over to me and he, and it's, now mind you, this is August, so he he walks over and he taps me on the belly. He says, "Pop pops, uh, maybe you could play Santa Claus for my next birthday." I was like, "Got it." That's amazing, man. I was three, I was probably three thirty when I was in the league. So over the last four years, I dropped the weight pretty quick. I've lost about. 80 pounds. I'm 255 now. That's fantastic. And how, how tall are you as well? 6'6". Six, six. Six, yeah, I was going to say, you, yeah. you kind of up the unit, different yeah. gravity. Yeah. <laughs> but man, I know how that feels, man. Yeah. We carry a lot of weight because we try to pack on the armor, you mm -hmm. know, to protect ourselves from all the shit we've been through. Or we're running from something. Exactly. Or, or, and sometimes we're just not happy with ourselves, yeah. you know, and then you have to... Mike, you said something so incredible early just about about it, finding that, that true happiness. And, you know, you were talking about the toad and stuff like that, that that people may not be familiar with, but it's the most amazing thing when you can finally say to yourself, like one of the greatest things that I saw Mike do over the past few years is his one-man show. And what it said to me is, as Michael's evolving from the standpoint of when you can laugh at yourself, it takes you to another level. When you can, st people got to stop taking themselves so seriously. You know, it's like, okay, you're fantastic, you're great, but you know, I'm small, I'm minuscule as it relates to whatever the, the rest of the universe and what what God is all about. When you put yourself in your place, yeah, you know, that's that's when you you can really start to grow and evolve. And um, I'm just so proud of my brother seeing all Absolutely, all that he's doing. Man. Thank you. It's just that um. After I mean being involved with the toad, um, you just you just start to wonder about things, like what's really happening after this life is over, after this physical body is gone. Yeah, this don't stop functioning. What we what we're experiencing now don't stop functioning. I think we go to another dimension or something, but I don't believe it dies. I believe the body dies, Mike, but this energy in the body doesn't die. Mike, don't you feel like though, in some ways, maybe not to the extent, but. In many ways, you were on that path, like Al is saying, you know, before the, you, you came to the toad. You know, your undisputed was, that was a toad experience for you. Because that was a shedding of skin. That was a coming into the light. That was a... That was fascinating to watch Mike, yes. Michael get emotional. And, and, and very specifically, when he was asked that one question, you could tell the sincerity yes. and, and the genuine nature of what he, he was speaking about. And it was like a release. It was Absolutely. a release for you. And, and, and I love saying... Because imagine this man spends his entire life entertaining planet Earth. Yeah. Okay? You know, yeah. I mean, who doesn't love to see the knockouts, Mike Tyson knockouts and watch all the footage and all, you know, and, and watch Mike and Ali together with Ray, you know, like I, I just watched the, the clip from Arsenio the other day and just how he humbles himself. Yes. You know, the bottom line is at the end of the day, we are, we are still here. It is 30, 35 years later, Mike, and, and, and we are taking it to another level, to a new gravity, a new frequency um, daily. And, and, and we're just like computers. My thing is this, update your software. Windows 92 works, you know, it might be cool, but it's not going to do much for you right now. <laughs> you know, what are you thinking? Like, even with your, you, what do you think? All these people since our life and the people, you know, they're not here no more. All these guys, they were smarter than us. They had more money. They had better family. They had better education. You know, these guys probably killed themselves. They died of yeah. overdose. Well, I was going to say uh, that. Thank you, Mike. That reminds me yeah. of this other thing I wanted to say about what you were saying. Mike being this 
beacon of light for that, to be able to laugh at yourself and to forgive yourself and release yourself because so many people take themselves themselves so seriously that they're killing themselves Absolutely. and others over it. And, and they're doing a great job of, of fronting in terms of, you know, whatever the perception that they wish to give out. And, you know, sometimes it's just the devil. Well, there's this interesting uh, – I've been diving. It's awesome to we, – we, it seems that we just gravitate – People come in here who are on this path, you know, Al, and it's so, I mean, I could listen to your voice all day, dude. <laughs> Amazing. That's why he works on a radio station. I know. <laughs> of course. It's, wow. it's, you know, the soul just flows out of it, man. Thank you. I appreciate and that. It's, it's beautiful. Um, just being on the spiritual path. and But you know what? It, it is a journey. But e- yeah. even being on the spiritual path and having yeah, a focus a and, and, and having an idea. This is what I tell most people just in terms of uh, whatever you do, have a plan. You don't have to stick to the plan because guess what? The mountain falls down. It's raining. The weather, you've got to turn up another road. There's all type of things to divert you from from the goal, but at least you have a plan. You have an objective, and I think that's probably the the best thing, you know, as it relates to, you know, whatever you're looking to accomplish. I always say I do my little broadcast, you know, daily, and I say, listen, dream it to fruition. Everything from something superficial, like if you want a new car, picture yourself in the car, go to the dealer, go sit in the car, you know, do whatever. Or, or let's say you're trying to beat cancer. Or let's say you have a disease or something. You have to see yourself, see yourself in that position. Um, and I think that gives you the best percentage and opportunity to win moving forward or, or getting to your particular goal. Hey, let's take a quick break from the Hot Boxing Podcast. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out of debt, eh, not so easy. It's hard especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you more than just a credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high-interest credit card debt. Mike, it's so important, right? I mean, talk about ease of mind, ease of body. Your body, your mind, your brain, your thoughts, everything in that, everything in play, you know? Hey, I know somebody like me, I got into a mountain of credit card debt. I would have loved a company like Upstart.com. So Upstart goes beyond your traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. I agree with you. The new up and coming. Um... The new and up and coming way to get a fast, simple and easy uh, check on your rate. See, it's just a soft pull, so it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens only if you accept the rate. Hey, so the best part, once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get the funds the very next business day, the next day. And in today's day and time, uh, that can help. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards and meet their financial goals. See why Upstart is top ranked in their category with a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to Upstart.com Tyson to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. It's upstart.com slash Tyson. Do you guys feel like since you were little kids, you felt you had a mission? That's weird you said it because I was thinking yesterday. I said, when I was thinking about when I was younger, I said, why did it it happen? I felt like I was special in a way. I felt like I wasn't going to die. I felt like something was going to happen. You know, I lived in such a dire, straight situation. Yeah. But then you wind up feeling like an alien, like there's just something different. There's something, you know, it's not about being more special than anyone else, but there's something something different, different, something very different about your frequency. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm different than the rest of my friends, you know? They're scared to leave the neighborhood. They're scared to stay. And I, I, I always go in other neighborhoods. I go walk across town, all over the place. You know what I mean? I get confronted by other gangs, members, and stuff. You know, sometimes they may beat me up. They want to take my money. And sometimes they just say, hey, you're cool, shorty. But I'm always confronting myself with different obstacles in my life. Always done that. You know what's amazing? I think that's the synergy that you and I have had. Because I remember at times, like, Michael and I would be at Mr. Chow on 57th Street in New York. And we'd have dinner. You know, we'd have some ladies with us hanging out, so on and so forth. And then we look at each other and go, yo, let's go to Paris. Remember that? <laughs> oh man! Let's just it's called having an open mind and, and and being accepted. You know, accepting everyone for who they are. There's there's no no closed mind in anything. And then we weren't afraid to travel. We would just get on a plane, go to Germany, go to go to Paris. We're the man, we were just young kids and people. Didn't, we thought, listen, that's so dope. And young, we I don't, at least from our experience of young black kids, we didn't know black kids from fifty to twenty to the seventies that did that. Just picked up money unless there was some. Drug dealers, but we didn't know anybody. Just didn't, weren't going with no concert or no um, supervision. Just two black kids just 
get up and we go to another country and party. But <laughs> what you guys there, do when you we, went to you, Paris? But we go there and we know people. Though. We know yeah. the girls. We know the people. We yeah. introduce us to other girls. It's just that, different. That, from that different to the lifestyle. administration to the, you know. It's different lifestyles. It's a different, they treat us different over there than they treat us over there. Interesting. They wouldn't, they wouldn't never think about arresting us over there. They would arrest us over here in a minute. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's dope. Oh, oh man, I, I remember though it was funny because as every time Michael and I see each other, we'll we start we we'll reminisce about like we'll remember. Yo, remember we were, you know, in this country. Remember we were at, at this fight and something. Because I made it, I made it a point to. Uh, I think our friendship developed over you know over time from the standpoint of knowing that he had a friend that number one will tell him the truth. I'm not a yes guy, and I'm You're the I'm the guy nice. who who doesn't who doesn't. <laughs> And, and someone who didn't need or want anything from him, but but his success—that was that was my requirement. I want is you to Sugar continue Knight to succeed. Huh? Oh, you know what? Hello, Sugar Dida is in. Um, I think I saw him on Instagram somewhere. Yo, reach out, Sugar Dice, if, if you if you hear. Please, this, I think you're dead, he, man. Shut please, up, man. Please, no, I think he's alive and well. He's alive and well. You guys gotta hit me with a. A, a badass old war story, man. No, I'm gonna say one thing. Oh, I can't. <laughs> Listen, what, man. What, which ones can we tell? Most of my stuff you was say. about. A lot of it was about sex and girls. Okay. Hey, I mean, <laughs> but I got to tell you this about one everything thing. Everything leading up to it. No, he, all right, I'll do that. Listen, I'm at. Um, you won't even. I'm at Eddie Murphy's Harlem Nights premiere. I'm dressed as a gangster. I'm looking beautiful. Versace dress, pinstripe, wool, gangster-looking suit from like the Mike's wardrobe the 40s. was out of here. Oh, he like he can always and dress. 40s. And I got the, the, the turban, the hat. With the brim and the old thing. And so I'm hanging out, right? And I'm hitting on these two Asian girls who look beautiful. I'm hitting on them, right? But they're not talking to me and no and stuff. And so I'm pissed off and I leave. <laughs> so the, premier, the, the, the show is over, right? The movie's over. I come out. I see him. He got the two same girls. <laughs> hey, you like to hang out with and I said, yeah, I got a hotel room right there. And he had to go in the hotel. And he said, the same girl. They wouldn't talk to me. And he said, hey, oh, I got somebody. He didn't even know that I was trying to talk to him. The movie's over. I see him and say, hey, man, you want to hang out with us? Said, yeah, I got a hotel <laughs> right over there, man. Come and sit up my hotel uh. room. Man, That's Mike like is, what you were saying. You guys are in like parallel, parallel universes. universes. Always. I remember, let me see, one, one of the stories I remember, there was a place called, was it Roxbury? Roxbury was L.A. And L.A., the L.A. club. And, it, it, you know, you, at any given point, it would be, you know, myself, Michael, um, Eddie, Eddie Murphy. You know, yeah, like all just the anybody, you know, stars. Uh-huh, Brad, yeah. you know, just all, 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 all the big actors. And, and, start, and we just we would have such a good time. But it was like a, it was like a, a very small-knit community that we all kind of associated. Because, like, even you remember when I did my, my second album, when I did Private Times and the Whole Nine, I actually – recorded the the entire album i was working with i think rick james and eddie murphy at the time so i recorded at bubble hill at eddie's eddie had the most beautiful yeah beautiful mansion there with, with the studio and the bowling alley like you like you had the bowling alley yeah he was pretty awesome yeah and uh, i learned a lot from eddie you know I mean, as a kid <laughs> being around him and i look at his houses and stuff yeah eddie was like the, eddie he, was the blueprint he was like he the, the blueprint of fly yeah like, he, the he was the blueprint guy, of like class and fly and he made it because he was out in the early 80s we came out in the middle 80s close to the end of the 80s but he came out in the early 80s so he was before and he'd be seen with the Rolls Royces the mansions so he was and we'd hang around him yeah we would hang with him we'd say oh this is what we're gonna do when we get some money like we were famous but we didn't get the check yet ah. we get the check yet. you know we were with all the famous people and the rich people but we didn't get the check once we got the check we knew what we were gonna do with it <laughs> we were prepared we knew what to yeah, do yeah we said okay this is what we're gonna do when we get wow. that check Wow! And, oh, I've That's been to Liza Minnelli's apartment, man. It was like bigger than like the whole, long as the whole block it in New York all, City. It goes all the way around. Yeah. It, it sees the whole Central Park. Listen, oh. man, I said this is what I'm gonna do when I get my money. This is when you're gonna do when I get the check. This, these guys prepare you for when you get the check. This is what happens when you're young, you're up and coming. And everybody sees you're special. You start hanging around. You start hanging around these guys, and you know they seem like normal guys, but if you know they're famous, but they hang out, and then you know they're special when you go to their house. <laughs> Yeah. So, oh shit! I remember this going is not a to normal motherfucker right here yeah, to be hanging out it, with us. Yeah, it's like you you can get exercise just walking yeah. around the house, you know, twenty acres, you know. But but I remember probably one of the most fascinating uh, one of the most fascinating visits that I had. I think it was maybe it was a, it was Christmas time or something. And I remember going to Mike Douglas and Catherine Zeta Jones' uh, place in New York, and it was the entire top floor of like one of the New York City buildings, and, and you look out and you, you see. Central Park, you know, what have you. And I was, you know, and then, and then we all, it was, I think it was myself and, um, 
you know, we all got in the piano. Catherine Zeta-Jones can sing. Like, yeah. she can sing a face-off, yeah. She goes in. So, but it's just imagine everybody's having a good time. And it was just like one community of just people just having a ball and just having fun and enjoying themselves. And, 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 I, and I miss that sometimes, too, you know. Man, Is shit. it different now? Well, for me, the, the, let me tell you, the blessing for me as it relates to, now I'm, I'm a bit of a, like, don't let the love songs fool you. I'm, I'm a bit of a nerd, you know. So <laughs> I'm into Google Analytics and, and data and, nice. and things of that nature and understanding that very specifically as it relates to R&B and New Jack Swing and that, that era of music, that late 80s, you know, 90s, the digital footprint for this particular genre of music is so significant all around the globe right now. Um, and I'm, I'm elated that my phone's ringing. It's like I'm old black Justin Bieber or something. Like, like it's crazy. It's like 1988 everywhere I go. And, and it's just a testament to to knowing that. And this is something I, I talk about when I, you know, when I do speeches and stuff. I say, listen, there's a generation of women who are starving to be told, I love you again. Mm. So they gravitate towards our music. Bobby Brown, New Edition, I'll be sure, Keith Sweat, Tony, yeah, Tony, yeah. Tony, In Vogue, SWV. Like this, there's this pocket of music that's just that feel good, fun. Yeah. I remember when. And it's not like I love you and sounding like a pussy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I love you so dearly, my love. And you're sounding like it's like a manly, I love you with all my heart sincerely. And then with some cool some Bobby me. Brown dance steps. Yeah. Forgive me, okay? <laughs> Forgive me. I love you sincerely. Forgive me. And you know what's funny? So my, my first tour, so, you know, I, I remember, I think I just went I just went to see you in Atlantic City. You you, you won one of your 100 belts. And and then we it was myself and Kimberly. I remember that day. Remember yeah, that remember day. That was a good night. That we had we had, yeah. a, we had a wonderful time. We had, that was really a had great a great night. God yeah. rest her soul. Um, that was but, a great but, night. Yeah, but she she loved you too, man. You just you always such a gentleman and yeah, such a sweetheart. It's just a always great night. Um, and and I remember that I, after that I had gone on tour, and I remember we got to Madison Square Garden, and in fact I just saw the amazing job that Jesse Collins uh, uh, um, did with the New Edition stories and the Bobby Brown story, yeah, they, they, the, the they amazing story. Ass, so man. I remember the and they showed you on the show. I remember we I think we sold out Madison Square Garden four nights in a row. Now imagine I'm this kid from Mount Vernon from up the street, right outside of the Bronx, is four square miles, and I would be in my room doing little dance steps trying to copy you know new edition and watch them perform and you know and i, I really want to do that you know i want to i want to be on the soul you know the the soul train awards i want to be on the you know the grammys i want to be and i would just i would i would speak it into fruition you know and i remember so we got we finally hit the, the new york uh the new york circuit of the tour madison square garden that particular night i think my album just went platinum and so i decided to to a surprise for my dear friend and we got him a big platinum and I brought Michael on stage. I remember this, I brought Michael on stage right now, mind you. This place was 22,000, 22,000 people. 22,000. So we walk out, Mike walks out and you could hear the rumble all the way in New Jersey. The people went nuts. Now you thought you you would think that it was Albie Shaw, Bobby Brown, and New Edition on the stage all at once. No, when Mike came out on the stage, they lost their mind, and it was the, it was the greatest thing to see. And he was just so humble. You know, Mike has that walk. He's just like, oh, I'm just chilling, you know, whatever. And uh, and then and so I so I found the photo. I finally, that's the one I just told you, I just found the photo of me and Mike holding the thing, and I'm all, but I'm all like, now, now I'm, I, I lost the weight again, I was going to say before, I'm all skinny, Mike, Mike used to see, and of course, you know, Mike is just like, you did the motherfucker, man, you fuck, man, you're so lucky. Well, you got to bring Mike on stage again. Yeah, yeah. Kind. the kind festival. Oh, that was dope. That was so, there was so much fun, in fact, um, you know, official Albie Shores, you know, my Instagram, and so I have a clip on this. So if you get a chance to check it out, there's a clip of the launch of obviously uh, this amazing organization. Obviously, you know Tyson Ranch and and the Kind Festival. It was it was it uh, uh, Miguel, yeah, and ASAP Ferg, and and what a turnout! I mean, it was thousands and thousands of young people just filling the stands. And and so I took some footage and we cut it together. And it looked crazy. So, it looks incredible. incredible. In fact, I'll, I'll make so sure I forward awesome. it to you so you have it. But it was. Uh, but but I'm looking forward. To him. I mean, you guys have some really amazing, amazing things in the works. And uh, oh, listen, and, we're getting ready to have the on the on the twelfth of October. It's going to be the next um, Kind Festival. We're looking forward to trying to get this young girl. I forgot her name, Billy Iceland. I forgot her name, B- Billy Eilish. Eilish. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's you know blowing her? up. She's yeah, blowing we're up. trying to get her. Yeah, hell yeah, she'll do we're it. Trying to get her. We gotta have her sell Twink. We want to put some Twink on. We her. We get Twink, y'all. We get CBD infused water. 
And we've got CBD sodas and THC and THC, THC and the CBD. And what and you know, and, and I'm glad we brought that up because what people don't realize, very specifically traditionalists, and in and, and the modern era, this is so significant for health and wellness yeah. and healing and things of that nature. People who are dealing with whether it's sickle cell anemia or, or, you know, just all type of ailments. This is this is all about healing now. Yeah, it is. But you know, Al, listen, and I and I want to sell my product. It'll take um. It take another generation for the kids to understand because they have to. Um, they got to first stop becoming addicted by the poison that we've been taking. We're addicted to it, so it's going to be hard to give it up. All of the know? processed foods yeah, and all, all of the, the sugar yeah. and it's all the stuff. It's hard to give it up. Yeah. It's not going to be easy fight. Sugar. They're not going to give up without a fight. Trust yeah. me, sugar. They're not giving up without a fight. I know, man. So you know, you know. Like, it's going to be processed. You know, some people. We're the only species that notice to kill us, and we still take it. Only species that do stuff like that. Like this is what's great. You, like I said, you've spent your entire existence entertaining planet Earth in terms of you know putting your body through this. It's almost impossible even to, to think of it. Like that's why anybody who who knows that you know we know each other, they'll say something. The first thing that I tell them, I said, you couldn't walk a millisecond in his shoes. That's why you can't say nothing to me about Mike Tyson. I'm just going to tell you now, you cannot walk a second in his shoes with this man. He sacrificed his body, his whole life, you know, entertaining the entire planet. And now you've taken part two because we don't call it a comeback. We just call it now you're updated. You're updating your software It's part two. And now what you've done is now you're giving back on the health and wellness side of things because, you know, you also have the stuff, you know, the, the pain management stuff. And 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 so imagine who's the who's the best representative between you and Shaquille. The two best people on the planet to to deal with pain management because imagine Shaquille was like the Mike Tyson of the NBA because imagine having to be beating the most dominant you the most dominant of, of all time like Shaquille the most dominant player you know just you know no disrespect to any other players it's but, a good comparison right but it's, but but meaning that you in there banging like you in there going in and, and people and they trying to hurt you yeah and you're going up against new flesh meat all the time. Guys who want to prove themselves exactly against the great Mike Tyson. I have a question for you, Mike. So, what do you think your greatest challenge challenge was as as being a prize fighter, being a world renowned prize fighter? What was your greatest challenge? With me, it was me, it was my demons, my psychology. Not saying why is it me? Why do I have this and these guys don't? What makes me different than these guys? Me doubting myself and questioning myself. Why me and not them? He's smarter than me. More judge. He had a better family. He, you know, why not? Why him and I? Mean, I used to question myself all the time. But in front of the world, I told everybody I was, I'm the best fighter God created. There's nobody could beat me. But you never, I never could understand that. You know, why is that? Why am I getting all this money? Why am I getting all this pussy? So I really, did, I really didn't do nothing. But I don't know these people. But you know, it's fucking strangers. You know, but just you know, and then you get this. That's a drug too. I get addicted to that fucking strangers. Yes, don't know this, but you're in the airport, you're talking to the fucking uh, one of the air clerks. The next thing you know, you have in the office. It's just sick. It's, it's really sick. It was an illness, and you know, from that acting up, it got me in a lot of trouble. Got me caught up with a rape case. Got me caught up with bad relationships with other girls that exposed me in the paper from things I've done to them. Yes, it was really sick, and I couldn't stop. <laughs> I didn't want to stop. I stop. No. Oh, fuck. But again, there's a maturation process that we all go through, and that's most significant to, to, to know the evolution of, of what Michael Gerard Tyson has been through from the beginning. And, and But but you, I don't think you would ever change a thing about the journey because it you made you the man you, you are today. And stuff. Because as I get older, I, run, I, I realize why I was that that way, and I never thought about that. I had mother issues. I had big-time mother issues and stuff. Right, but, um, and, and you address that also in your one man show, which I saw. I love the intro, and I love the the clips that you do in the, on the Vegas show, the one man show, undisputed, you know, undisputed truth, undisputed truth, correct. And it shows it just kind of gives you a brief history. But again, like I said, I think that the greatest part of the evolution is being able to kind of laugh at yourself and say, "Hey, listen, well, we have to laugh at yourself because we take ourselves too seriously. Like we're tough guys, and we can't die." And, stuff. and, th- and then I think, for the most part, I think. All of us, especially as athletes, I'm a former athlete. Like I, I wish, I wish that uh, you know, I had my little letters for different schools. You know, Iowa State and like I think Indiana. You know, Hell whatever. Yeah, bro. And and you know, because I wanted to play football, I wanted to play quarterback, I wanted to play football. And and then obviously, you know, if, if a guy, imagine telling, imagine telling a single mother who takes public transportation, she's got two or three jobs. For some reason, I don't know how, I had a, I went to a private school, I had a uniform, and I had a BMX bicycle. You know how important that was. And then, and then, and you know, from where we grew up, 
you don't you don't know about tomorrow. You, you don't know about tomorrow. So shit. You know, well, it, it, it's not promised. So so but the point was I was trying to figure all that those things out and and then you start to realize, you know, my mother again, this is kind of where our synergy synergy comes into, but but with my mother, my particular mother, it, it went from she made me what's called a citizen of the world, meaning that so I, I grew up with a group of kids that, you know, two Indian kids, they were twins, Nimish and Darmish. Then I had the the Irish kid, Brendan Feely, and then I had the Tony was the Italian kid. And then we so I, I grew up in this little rascals, you know, when we all rode bikes together and and it didn't matter. We, we weren't looking at color. We weren't looking at religion. We weren't looking at anything. We just we just hung out and we threw rocks and we got into trouble and threw snowballs through windows and ran. And, you know, do, this is what kids do. Yeah. Um, because because we were talking about that earlier, Mike and I were talking about how you know just all those all of this racism and this unaccepting of of, of others and so forth. That's a taught behavior. Yeah, nobody's born a racist. Yeah, nobody's born you know bigot. I think that's that's a taught behavior. Absolutely. Um, yeah, now that's a blessing. I feel like that's such a that was such a blessing for me because I spent my early childhood in Park Slope, Brooklyn. I was born in New York, and that's where our first Uptown office was, Fourth and Park Slope, oh, wow. Uptown Records. Really? Yeah, right on that corner. Right, that's on the, dope. Isn't man. that crazy? What was your experience growing up in Brooklyn, especially at that time too? Because it wasn't very diverse in, in terms was, of wow, Park yeah, Slope kill, yeah, kill a yeah. nigga out there. They kept I remember right, they're gonna kill him. Like at, at night, there <laughs> was there were like gang fights yeah. on our street happening. Uh, but you know, it was amazing, man. It was such a tight community and such an incredible neighborhood. Yeah. Like I went to PS 107 right around the corner on, uh, that was on eighth Avenue and 14th street. We lived on 12th street and, um, we'd walk there, you know, from like second grade on, I was walking to school, you know, the guy who ran the corner store, you know, he so everybody knew out. everyone. Everybody knew everyone. You know, and I'd I'd go spend afternoons at my buddy Pedro's house. His family was straight from Brazil. His mother would cook us the most incredible food. You know, and we'd just hang out. And I mean, I remember moving to L.A. You know, it's much different because people are driving all the time and in cars so much that the culture is so different. You know, in Brooklyn and New York, you're on your feet all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's a metropolitan you know? city. People don't Absolutely. realize California, like L.A. is completely different. Uh, yeah. Like even in, on the radio side, I was hosting uh, Middays on, on Hot 92. This is before Big Boy took over or the station. They turned it to a hip hop from it. used to be old school in R&B. And, um, and, I, and I remember listening in the programming meetings that like even with Kiss FM, um, you know, where Ryan Seacrest is, that particular station is programmed for – 13-year-old Maricela from Pacoima. So so just to understand that, that it's, it's a different, you know, each market is different. And New York City, obviously, yeah. is, is about Funkmaster Flex and, 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 and Chuck Chillout and, and Red Alert. And, you know, obviously when we grew up, you know, with Vaughn Harper and yeah. 107.5. And Frankie and Crocker. Frankie Crocker. Frankie, yeah. Yep. Remember that Kiss FM, WBLS, yeah. all that? Yeah. Ken Webb. Kim Spiderweb. Ken Spiderweb. Remember that? Yeah. Wow. All right. We're going to take a quick break. So, you know, sports are on hiatus with everything going on in the world, but it doesn't mean that there's nothing to bet on. Now, our hot boxing good friends and exclusive partners, Bet Online, have all the action going on this weekend. And, Mike, I know you were in WrestleMania years ago. Big time, yeah. I'm in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Say what? Then I know you'll be watching this weekend, man. WrestleMania 36, our exclusive partner, Bet Online, has all the WrestleMania 36 action, including uh, one of the main events is uh, Randy Orton taking on Edge. So Edge is one of the old school guys, and he's oh, back. Man. Randy Orton, I remember his father was a wrestler. Yeah, he was. Well, it's all about uh, WrestleMania 36 this weekend. I mean, it's huge. This is going to be a big two-night event, uh, April 4th and 5th. Hosted by Rob Gronkowski and Bet Online has all of the matches you can bet on pretty much everything, including uh, one of the big ones, Edge taking on Randy Orton. And Mike, who's your personal favorite? Hey, listen, man, I stick with the man that I worked with before. He's my partner. I stick with Triple H. Hey. <laughs> so get online, bet online this weekend. Visit betonline.ag and don't forget that promo code podcast1 for your 100% sign up bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Um, so, Mike, you did WrestleMania. How was it, man? Like, I, was, I've been watching ever since Bruno Sammartino was champion. I'm right. So, yeah, two veteran warriors, Edge and Randy Orton. I wish I could see uh, 
the champ Mike Tyson, but uh, he's gonna he's gonna be in quarantine, right? <laughs> yeah, I want to be on WWE, man. I'm always down for the for the McMahon family. Hey, <laughs> that's BetOnline.ag, and don't forget that promo code Podcast One for your one hundred percent sign up bonus. But also the fucking realness of New York City, too. You know, we used to take the subway well, New York all the time. don't got no time to hear no shit. They don't want to hear no bullshit. Yeah. Bull, they don't got no time. That's the only thing about New York. They don't got no fucking time. There's no time for shit. <laughs> yeah. Get out my way, motherfucker. There's no time. Yeah. There's no time. It's walk. Get out my fucking way in New York. It's Get very the fuck honest. Out of my way. It's very hard. <laughs> yeah, too hard for me. Yeah. Just yeah. Keep, keep it 2019 yeah. Yeah. all yeah, day. Get the fuck out my way. That's New York. Get the fuck out my way. Yeah. The energy there is is just explosive. It ain't like you know, LA. LA strangers say hi to each other. You say hi to somebody. You know me, motherfucker. You a faggot? What are you fucking gay? In New York, they nigga explode. You don't know you. Somebody don't know you. Say hi. What the fuck you waving at me for, motherfucker? It's totally different. It's true, man. It's totally different than so over true. here. There's some crazy motherfuckers. Well, I had a, had a pretty amazing upbringing as it relates to um, a place we call Money Earned in Mount Vernon. Now, and I'll give you a little bit of a description. Mike is very familiar because Mike was always in Mount Vernon. He'd come hanging out. Um, Yo, this is my first wife. Robin Givens used to be his babysitter. They used to babysit him. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, that's right. That's, that's right. so crazy. So, so we, we lived in a place called the plazas. Like I lived on 3rd Street. You know, I lived in a few different places on Kingsbridge road but i do remember living in the plazas and you had it was like four buildings it was the saratoga i think it was the quincy it was the the you know whatever the name of all the buildings were and i lived in we lived (laughs) on the second floor we lived on the second floor and 2x so my mother and i had a little studio apartment and i think so robin um her mom miss ruth and her younger sister stephanie which was my first girlfriend, actually. So that's <laughs> like, you know, third, fourth grade type stuff, you know. But that was my first girlfriend, you know, and, and my first kiss and all that stuff. So it was just funny that so he crazy. winds up marrying yeah. my babysitter later. <laughs> Dude, big so big shout out to Robin. Robin. Oh, love, one love, one, one love, love, Robin. <laughs> one love. That's crazy. That is so crazy. And I, and I, oh shit! Wow. That's so wild. That man. is so crazy. Al, what are you doing these days? You're just back from tour. Everything. Huh? Yeah, you know what? It's, it's been it's been truly amazing. I I, I spend uh, you know most of the weekends on the road. In fact, I just got off the road. Um, we did a whole Mother's Day run. We uh, we did Ohio. Um, so it was myself, Jay Holiday, and then uh, Joey Beans from the Rude Boys. We did a you know a very intimate you know Mother's Day you know pre Mother's oh, Day Joe, celebration. Joe, Joe, no Joe, Joey Beans from the Rude Boys, oh, yeah, written all Joe. over your face. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then the next day we were in Atlantic City in the big stadium, and we did. It was such a blessing to to you know it was it was myself. Maze featuring Frankie Beverly, Kim. Yeah, he's still out there Christa, the Oh, yeah, dope. doing it, doing it, and doing wow. it well. Yeah. That's dope. So, 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 and, and it's weird because my brand, for some reason, is, is an eclectic brand where, for some reason, I'll be sure the, the catalog and the artist fits in. You can put me on the road with um, uh, Keith Sweat, you know, Guy, uh, SWV, Tony, 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 you know, uh, you know Bobby Brown, RBR, you know, like, and then then you can also put me on the road with I'll Be Sure, Lisa Lisa and the Colt Jam, Stevie B, and then you can put me on the road with I'll Be Sure, Big Daddy Kane, Houdini, yeah, you know Rocket, you know, so so it's weird, like it's just for some reason it fits in with all you know because it's it's part of the the generation of uh, that particular generation where it was still musical but it was straight like I'm a hip hop head. Yeah, I listen to Sting, Johnny Mathis, and Wu Tang. It's versatile, but it's got to be rugged. Like yeah, the beats got to be hard. It's the music we listen to because we grew up listening to hip hop. You know, you no, know what? I grew up listening to like, but he said Johnny Mathis, Denise Williams, Earth, Wind and Fire, and all those guys. And um, classic. Fuck, yeah, then fucking hip hop just came out of nowhere, like '79 or something. Just blew everybody away. Yeah, and and they, and and of 70, course they yeah, around seventy eight, right? And, and you remember back then, so Mister Mister Magic Magic yes. Super Super Blast Blast, and it was a WHBI something like that. It was one station that played. It was one station that played. So. And, and what we would do, remember the pause tapes? So you get your box, and you got, oh, your, yeah. you got your box ready, and, radio. And, and your radio, and, and you hit the pause, pa- and as soon as the DJ starts talking, boom, and you record, and then you, you, you gather all your hip, you know, your tapes, uh, and then you ride around in the car, and you have all your hip-hop, because that was Radio, f- commercial free. Right. That's music. Mm-hmm. That's dope. 
And, and I think because we did that back in the day, I think that very specifically, that's where the new formats of radio, like the Sirius XMs of the world and things of that nature, some of the stuff that's commercial free, now, right? right, if you think about it now, we probably created that you format. You bring your box outside and people just be standing around you dancing. You got For your sure. box and people just, the whole park is dancing off your music. And, 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 and it would be perfect because you, you would, but you could do it on beat too if you're really good at it. The, they would, you know, it's like, it's almost like, it was, it's the original version of what the, what the kids call mixtapes now. Yes. But that was the original. And that's, that's what we listened to. Like, in fact, we used to do that. And my cousin Kyle West, who's my musical partner, my older brother, his bro- his older brother, which is, I call him my brother as well, but it's my cousin. He was old enough and he had a license. So we used to take my Aunt Laura's, God rest his soul, we used to take my Aunt Laura's uh, wood grain station wagon. right? And we would skip school and we would drive downtown. But we would listen to the, we would listen to the radio. We would listen to the cassettes that we made. And you know, eight track back yeah, then? yeah, either eight track or the yeah. eight track back. I remember eight track. Man, oh, crazy. No, but listen, no, it's so crazy. You would hear people from different. I say I'm I'm from New York. You would hear guys from Manhattan. They take Grandmaster Flash, Melly Mel, and those guys. You hear people from um, Rochester, New York. Everybody, you be in a group home or you be in an institution. Guys go back home and bring their tapes, and you hear those guys rapping. And everybody was doing it all over the country. Right, and, and it was and it's funny because it was like in, in slightly different style because obviously New York had its its own style and just like how Atlanta and the Dirty South or whatever, or whatever the term, term terminology might be. You know, and they go in genres like every 10 years, five years, you know, and it switches. And then Atlanta, you know, that's how like Hollywood was. Hollywood was was it. It was Los Angeles. It was, you know, Hollywood universal. Now the new Hollywood is Atlanta. Mm, you know, yeah. all the things that the amazing things that Tyler Perry and, yeah. and, and you know, that they're doing, you know, um, Georgia is huge for production. And, and now and now at the end of the day, what people must realize is don't waste your time building a huge building with all type of effects. Guess what? Get yourself a green screen. And you could be in New Zealand if you want to. I believe that. <laughs> yeah. you know, um, um, it's entertaining. The technology of entertainment also changed. Now, so Jamie Foxx can play me in a movie, right? He could play me now as 20, 14 or 12 now because they have this um, animation, this gadget that made him a Benjamin yeah. Button mm-hmm. that yeah. can make him look younger. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Make him look like me. So he could do this movie because he said, I want to hurry do this movie before I'm 60. He said, but he could do me at 60 at when I'm 12. Yeah, absolutely. So and, they can't have to look so for no weird. young actor. They don't have to give no young actor a break or a chance in life. We get this old nigga and we make him 12. <laughs> and we know we can act, too, so he yeah, don't need big, no young up-and-coming guy. Big shout-out to Fox, man. What, what an amazing— let me, let me tell you this. People, what people, of course, they, and I don't even want to say that they don't realize, but this particular entity slash prodigy that we call Jamie Foxx can do it all. Yeah. Like, I would love to see Jamie Foxx in black tail and ties— just sitting at a piano at Carnegie Hall because he can do that, and then yeah. he can blame it on the alcohol. He can do that. He, yeah. he can do. He can do it all. But but this this man is he's so blessed in terms of his voicings and and his ability to you know his timing and his comedic timing and just yeah. his knack. His body, yeah. but a beautiful yeah. human being, and and he's a, and he's a great guy yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. I had an opportunity to work with him uh, on. The, the first HBO special. I'm one of the executive producers. Of, you know, Amazing, dude. What kind of guy is he to work with? What's that about? He's him? brilliant. Yeah. He's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. Um, guys could have all this beautiful talent, beautiful yeah. people, but working with him could be like, whoa. Nightmare. No, yeah, he's nightmare. just absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a nightmare. Abs- just absolutely brilliant and brilliant talent and and obviously yeah. you know he's he's still here for a reason um but but that was one of my first experiences to be you know involved with tv production and so on and so forth and i did more kind of the watching and just kind of you know learning and, and that oh, so aspect let me tell of you it. a story about jamie let's talk about jamie. <laughs> we gotta get him on the pod he <laughs> definitely do it but listen right jamie's awesome so one day my friend and i said, my friend needs some money from me this is in the age of a friend asking for some money why he needs this money no he wants to open up this business so i give him the money and stuff so this is my business too i hope you know but i can't never do it. i'm Fighting, I can't take care of no business in Los Angeles. It was nothing, two hundred thousand. It was no money. It was no money back then. And I come to office and hang out. So I, I, I'm not gun. I'm not used to being in the office. I'm a street kid. You know, I'm champ stuff. I'm twenty. I start playing dice games in my office. You know, since I paid the money, to make, we just start dice games. So all the bloods, everybody's up there shooting dice. And this is, my, and then my friend, hey Mike, this is the new employee. And it's Jamie Fox. Oh <laughs> my god. He's selling. Listen, he's selling. Um. Pages and phones for us. Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but I didn't know he was a, a comedian because our friend also 
What was it called? He hustled his ass oh, off. He oh, did yeah. A hell of a job. Most definitely. Yeah. I am so proud of this man. He That's did a so wait, was he working with Prince Eitel Joe? Remember Prince Eitel Joe? You know, he passed away. God rest his soul. Remember? Because he had the beeper shop on, on Coenga, right next to the. To the no, um, we were on La Cienega. Oh, La Cienega. Okay. Yeah. All right. Again, it's, it's a great to see the evolution of, yeah. of artists and, and, and hear the stories. Like n- now, the next the next move for me is, is um, now embarking, which, you know, we've been talking about embarking on. Telling my life story now, you know, like the new edition of the Bobby Brown, yeah, you know, and that in that format, um, because I've been kind of the silent one who's had so many different experiences, and, and I think it's finally, and I and I would never talk about it because I I was never about, I never did this to be a star, I never did it for the accolades, I did it because. I, I was just in love with music, and I couldn't live without it, and I couldn't breathe without it, and I would, you know, and, and that's that that's something that you know I wanted to make sure people know very specifically like if you do this for the right reason and you respect it and you love it and respect it because sometimes you get out of whack and and, and and the wires get crossed and so on and so forth you know you go through this journey and there was even a point at one point where i just said you know what you know after i was signed to warner brothers you know they gave me some some a few meal tickets and and then all of a sudden you know they fire they get rid of all you know i, I got the chance to work you know like i said andre harrell brilliant you know benny medina brilliant you know eddie f you know i was in a group i, I don't want to say i was in the group but uh, um, you know, we did the first demos for Heavy D and the Boys, and that's me singing all the backgrounds and so forth. So, it was just and some kids. Remember, when we were all together that one night before he died. Yeah. Remember, we were in Vegas. We were all, was it Vegas? We were all I think together. we're in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And y'all were saying it was like um, uptown up there because everybody mm-hmm. was from uptown was there. Wow. Yeah, Amanda, and I, I, you know, big shout out to 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 Mr. Dwight Myers, aka Heavy, Heavy D, D, the King of Mount Vernon. Let's not get it twisted. He I is the that. King of Money Earning Mount Vernon. Four square miles. And we come from this really cool place. Wasn't he an awesome guy heavy in his mom used to go to his house, his mom used to cook, cook for us, <laughs> take care of us. Man. Jamaican lady and stuff. Just a, just an amazing you know, big shout out to Floyd as well too. But just Floyd's still around. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Floyd, I think and I think but I think brother. Portia I think Portia's sister uh, passed passed yeah, as well. So God God rest her soul too. Just just a nice family. The mother, Incredible the father, everybody. Family. Just a, um and it it was it was nice. Let's give a quick story about Hev. The magic to Heavy D is this. Hev was probably so significant around the planet because for some reason what Eddie F and, 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 and Heavy and you know we all kind of created was a, a hip-hop artist who was so gifted and talented regarding his spit game and all the other stuff. But you could play Heavy D for your grandson, your, oh, yeah. your, your grandmother, no your grandmother, and the hardest cat and the hardest cats in the guy. hood, and they yeah, all loved no it the same. So, so how do you do? How do you accomplish that musically? Where, like I said, I could play for my grandson. You could play for your grandmother, and the hardest cats in the hood, and it still rings like it, it, it's still. Yeah, it's he still, wasn't cursing nothing. He was respectful. It's special, man. So uh, we're gonna take a quick break from the hot boxing podcast. Now look around you. It's a wireless world. Everybody needs a good pair of earbuds, uh, especially with what's going on in the world today. Right, Mike? Absolutely, man. Golly. Everybody's spending time on their own. I mean, what do you do when you're locked in the house but exercise, right? It's the best way to do it. That's all I do. Two times a day, exercise, exercise. If I can, I get in three times a day. Body, your mind, your brain, your thoughts, everything's in that. Everything's in play, you know? Now, you already know that you want to grab your pair of Raycon earbuds. Uh, they start about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market. The latest model, the E25, is the best one yet with six hours of playing time, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. That's what we're all looking for. I agree with you. They're the new up-and-coming um, earbuds of, of, of our generation, and I'm looking forward to have on the set. It's, uh, it's time for you to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Right now, you can get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Tyson. That's buyraycon.com slash Tyson for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Uh, buyraycon.com slash Tyson. Okay, Mike, so... What's the best workout to do in the house with your Raycon earbuds? There's so many you can do. You can do, you can do sit-ups. You can do push-ups. You can, go out, you can do your, your down the stairs, run up the stairs, your sprints up the stairs. There's so many things you do. If you have weights home, you can work your weights out. I do what I do. I do 300 sets. I do um, four sets of 25 with 40 pounds, and I do 35. And then I take 50 pounds, 
from the machine and you have to go back and forth. Ooh, ooh. And you look good too, by the way. I'm just saying, man. Oh, I feel like the king. <laughs> yeah, and big shout out to Pete Rock too, man. But another one again from Mount Vernon. You know, you would my Rashad. So yeah. about this. Man. I was watching. I was watching Pete Rocks and those guys. The King of Rock were running. They did a mm-hmm. video with them, and he they they did it. The King of Rock. Absolutely. Man, NYC, the five boroughs, bro. I don't know if there's any more potent collection of just superstar human beings forget about whatever success you want to talk about but people who come into life understanding what to do or having a purpose i think you know what because i think the hustle was so so prominent as it relates to um no tootie passed away as well and i and i just saw a photo of all of us as dio Tootie, myself, have Can I think we get of Trouble, Trouble T. Roy. Yeah. To post with the pod. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just you remind me. I'll, I'll get it, man. It's just. It, it just Tootie was off the hook. Oh, from I love it. Uh, wow, I love So we have, we're from a place called Money Earning Mount Vernon. Yeah. Um, it's truly probably one of the most amazing places to grow up, knowing the rich culture. You have every, everybody from Dick Clark yeah. to Art Carney. To E.B. E. E. White, you know, the author of Charlotte's yeah. Web. You know, obviously Puff, uh, myself, Heavy D, Pete Roxiel, Smooth, Crazy. Ben Gordon, Gus and Ray Williams, Felicia Rashad, Ahmad Rashad, Ms. Shabazz as well, uh, Malcolm X. You yes. know, and, uh, it's just truly this amazing, one of the most amazing places on planet Earth. Mm. And what's really funny is that everywhere I travel all over the world, I run into somebody from Mount Vernon. Wow. Always, I could be in a grocery store in Iowa, <laughs> and say, "Yo, you from? Yo, you know, you know, my mother's from Mount Vernon." That's crazy. That's amazing, man. How are your kids doing, man? Everybody's fine. Everybody's yeah. fantastic. It's been it's been a, a very different year. You know, I was I, I never like the same thing negative. So it's been a very different year um, with the loss of obviously of of, of your good friend and my and yes. my ex. You know, with Kimberly and and uh, just what an amazing lady and 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 just mm. an amazing soul and an amazing. Uh, human being and yeah so you know God rest us we soul. came far in rest life in from where peace, we came yeah. from where we came far yes sir we didn't do bad yeah we did okay mm-hmm. we did okay and 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 I, and, I, and I keep the young people as well as yours you know in, 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 in prayer man and you know big shout out to your nephews Lil Quincy was oh, the youngest big baby shout. big shout out to Devin Loud Lil Quincy's doing now the work I saw him on the show Star yeah, yeah. Is he um, working as an actor now? Yeah, he, he's doing, you know, film and television awesome. and, and creating, you know, campaigns. And, and, and what's great about all three of them, you know, big shout out to Lil B. Show as well, Devin Loud, Quincy. And what's great about what they all do is there's no nepotism. There's no, yo, my dad is this, my son. Right. No, like if I called right now, he's in his room studying a script. He's not, it's not about, oh, yeah, I'm going to get this. No, he, he knows about the no. Uh, you know, they, they all know, like, you know, because not every, you know, but every L is not a loss. It's a lesson, just like just like with yourself. If if you if you're in a fight, well, you didn't really lose many, but but if you if if you went through a battle and and you didn't come out victorious, there's still some victory within that lesson oh, of getting beat. Yes, the lesson of getting beaten. Yes, it won't happen again. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Learn the faults that you made and capitalize on them. Absolutely, absolutely. But but I will first of all, I want to say thank you for um, just probably being one of the realest cats on the planet ever to have the journey that you've had and to you've always just been this humble humble nature like people don't realize people see Mike Tyson you know he can knock everybody out and all this other stuff and they see this this guy all we've ever done is laugh together we've cried together about life about situations we've laughed together it's been a true brotherhood like for so so many years and it was really nice to hear some of the stories because you took me back when we did Unsung on TV One oh, that was pretty good how did that come out it came, it, it, yeah it, come, it came out re- I'll send you the yeah. link to it. it it came out really well and I believe I do believe because I was told you know by some of the some of the, my LBs that it's like the number one viewed Unsung really? of the series and in fact you know I used to do the voiceovers for season one so when when the show first started I think the first season was El DeBarge uh, the DeBarge family Phyllis Hyman Donnie Hathaway and the Clark sisters. So that was a, an amazing experience as well, doing voiceovers and syncing to film and things like that. So I, That's I've awesome, man. just been having fun with it, man, and just really having fun with it. And, and, and I, like I said, I, I look forward to being out on the road. I love that's that's my that's my medicine. Yeah. What's the most important thing you think that you did in your life? Those three amazing young men that I, I have as my sons, um, that's that's probably the first accomplishment. And I didn't do everything right, and I didn't, um, I didn't, you know, I didn't. How do you know you didn't do it right? Um, 
the feeling inside. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's, it's the, it's the, I thought you were going to be saying because this is right and this is wrong. No, no. It's just right, no, cool. because, because I'm, I'm always thinking of what, what could I have done better. How, how could, every day I'm thinking, how can, I, how can I be a better how father? How can I be a better, yeah. you know, how can I be a better man? How can I be a better person? And in the light of, of uh, dealing with this industry, which is the devil, as you know, and, and dealing with all the derelicts and the people that, that you encounter and that try to set you up. and try, I mean, you know, it is. They, people, you'd be so surprised. Surprise! It'd be somebody that you rock with, that you grew up with, somebody that you were the best friends with. They will set you up in a heartbeat because they're just not happy. Listen, hate happens within tenths of a second. You're cool off and boom, it's right there, hate. Somebody come on saying, boom, hate. Hate is the first response you get before love. And that's unfortunate. You get a defensive response, then you get an open response, you know? It's just what human beings are. We're animals to that degree. You know, we have more fear than truly the animals in the jungle have. Of each other, you know. Well, I have a fun joke that I'll share with you. Something that Mike did to me. We were at his house. Okay, now I'm now I remember. We were at Mike's house in I think was it the Cleveland house? It might have been the Jersey house or the Cleveland I have house. No idea. So so <laughs> I have no idea. so so Michael and I have this affinity to animals. So I love, we love that you call him Michael. Too, so we, we 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 have this affinity to animals. So we love animals. At so one time, I think I, I got two mountain lions. Remember, I named them both Lars, and yeah. you had the tigers. You had them. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. So oh, so every, fuck, we, no, we would bro. do. I'm telling you, we did everything together. Like we would go shopping <laughs> and go for, and and. But I remember that one day, <laughs> hold up, and, and Michael had these dogs, like the bull masters, with the bull yeah, masters, bull masters, and incarnate Kenny. Car- Kenny Corso, what's it called? Whatever. Kenny Corso. Yeah, all I know is that these are massive dogs. But Mike, like, is one with the animals. Like, he's just, yeah. he, he's just, he, they, he loves it. They love him. Yeah. So he's getting ready to get up to go train and do something. And I remember I'm in the back. I'm like, okay, you know, it's halfway dark out. And Mike comes up behind me, grabs me, and picks me up and throws me over the fence with the dogs. <laughs> I said, yo, Ike. I said, and that's other. That's to It's Ike. Yo, Ike, stop playing. Stop playing, Ike. Stop. Stop playing, Ike. Stop. Stop playing. Right. I'm like, stop. And, hold on. and you see, so all the all of a sudden, the dogs. And the dogs start to go. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. So, so the dogs, the dogs come running over, and they go to see me. And Mike says either plots or he says something, and they. And the dogs all froze. I was like, that's some shit. Yo, scared the ma- – I, I know I had to urinate on my – I did something. But all I know is that when he threw me over the fence, I'm like, Yo, stop playing, Mike. Stop. Come on, don't do that. And the, dog, and the dogs come running to me. And he said some G- German command or something. Yeah, some and, and the dogs right just stopped like this. Like this. Next, just breathing. All I hear is breath. All I hear is breath. Like the, I'm like, yo, why? I can't I said, this guy threw you. Well, listen, we used to hang, listen, we used to hang out in my house in Cleveland. because a lot of times people would have – Concerts, you know, you would think Cleveland uh, is far from there. A lot of guys would have concerts in Cleveland, so uh, we would go to concerts. After the concert, we bring guys back to our house. We brought Flav, the Ghetto Boys, we brought a bunch of people back to my house. No, that's because you had a disco in your house. Yeah, we did have a disco. In <laughs> <house>. <laughs> Wait, remember? Remember the year I came in? Remember? I, I think it was Kimberly and I, and I was I had gotten into the, the car accident. Remember, I was thrown from the vehicle, and I was in a wheelchair that time. It was one of your Damn, birthday parties. That. Yeah, wow. man, it was crazy. Yeah, like, I was like my family, like my personal friend. You know, been through everything together. My prison time. We just been through everything. Yeah, remember I used to go see you in prison. Yeah, right? Quincy was just a baby. I, I, that's right. I brought, baby. I brought Quincy to the prison with yeah. me. And, and that day, remember that, that one of those particular days, I think the day that I brought the baby to come see you, I met Florence Henderson from yeah, the Brady Bunch. Yeah, she came to see me. Yeah, right. <laughs> she went to see you? Florence Henderson was sitting in the jail. And I, I walk in and I have the baby, I have Quincy with me. And, and I walk in and she looks at me she goes, Hi, like this, and I'm like, hi, how are you? Yeah, and, and she took, she took, <laughs> and Florence, Florence took, took the baby, and it, it, oh, it was fun. And then little, Al, I think, I, I think I brought little Al too to come see you, dude. Thank you so much, man. Man, thank you. I appreciate. Thank you, you for the awesome. invitation. It's beautiful, Love, dude. Love, boy. yes sir, Great yes sir. Stuff. Come anytime. Absolutely. You want and, to say and, anything uh, to the people around a million people looking at? Okay, you. well, you know, well, this is what I. This is what. My part two, you know, I turned 50, I've lost 100 pounds, I'm on the health and wellness thing. So I've started something new called I Am New Jack Sexy. Now, it's not what it sounds like because it's all about every morning that you're gifted enough to wake up and breathe God's good air every morning. Look into your own mirror and tell yourself, I am New Jack Sexy. So what I did was I started an apparel and, and, and you know, merchandise line with cool hats and got camouflage hats that says New Jack Sexy. So just go to I am. NewJackSexy.com and 
Hell yeah. Get something for yourself in addition to gift someone else. Someone that maybe somebody you're feeling that you want to rock with or or let's say it's somebody that's going through something harsh or it could be cancer, it could be something, whatever. And and it's just something to have something around you to remind yourself how amazing you are because sometimes that's all it is. That's the best way to win moving forward is telling yourself, I'm good. Like we just talked about it. You, 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 it's self Human beings need that too. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. need affirmation. And we have to evolve into to, to having self-affirmation. Yes, you know? cultivating it. Because imagine as artists, we're the most insecure people in the world because what, what do we do? Our lives are lived by approval. Do I like this album? Did he do good in this fight? Did he win the game? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so it's and, – and, People forget we, even though we could be superior on the athletic side or, or musically or you know as an athlete, we're still human beings. Yeah, we're, we're very much human beings. And then human beings on a pedestal, so it's easy to shoot at us, you know. And 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 now with the advent of social media, you know, people. So it is what it is. But yeah, you got to have thick skin. Wow. I'm watching social media, and so I'm looking. That's I'm wild, watching it with bro. my wife. We're watching it. And I'm in this place. So what, what am I doing here? And next thing you know, I'm walking right up to a girl. I'm grabbing her ass. Smack! Right, my wife. She's like, whoa! <laughs> I'm at a porn convention. I'm smacking some girl. Oh, my God. Oh, there was somebody God. on film. It was you like somebody had a video. Oh, man. A video of me in a porn convention. Good smacking God. somebody in the ass. Well, you don't do that anymore. Not anymore, so. brother. <laughs> That was part one. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm so proud. So proud. Again, congratulations um, on on, on all that you're doing and and with the podcast and with the endeavors related to Tyson Ranch and and the Kind Festival and these big concerts. So I'm with you. Let's roll. We got got another 20 or 30 in us. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Fuck yeah, man. Absolutely. Thanks, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. The fact that you said that, listen, um, that we have another 30, 40 years, and think, where do you think we're going after that when it's over? <laughs> no tengo la menor idea. I hear that. <laughs> no idea. Huh? I have no idea, Papa. That's Something okay, too. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's awesome. Hey, everybody. Thanks for watching and listening to this awesome episode of Hot Boxing. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Head to hotboxingpodcast.com for the dope merch. New merch, man. It's fresh. Oh, yeah. It's hot. Dwink. Dwink responsibly. It's dope. We oh, got yeah. Dwink coming soon. Dwink CBD. Copper gel. Copper gel. Got Pain this. relief cream. We've got our Tyson Ranch flower available in hybrid sativa and indica strains. And guess what? Soon to come, we will have a new strain called New Jack Sexy from the Secret Garden. Fuck yeah. One love. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes, we will. We'll plant our seeds in the Secret Garden. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Mike, awesome episode, man. Beautiful brother. I'm Evan Britton. I'm Mike Tyson. And I'm Al B. Sure. We're out of here. One love. One love.
Hi, this is Danny Roof, the Real GM Radio Podcast, and I want to take a minute to talk about DeAndre Ayton, the number one pick of the 2018 draft. Definitely has not gotten the attention of high-profile lottery picks Luka Doncic and Trey Young during the early going, but he has been excellent and a key part of the Phoenix Suns being on the precipice of the NBA Finals. Ayton is presenting a matchup nightmare for the LA Clippers that Rudy Gobert simply was not. Gobert is a wonderful player, deserving Defensive Player of the Year, but Ayton puts more pressure on opposing defenses. He's used his size mismatches for offensive rebounds, and he's also been able to contest shots around the basket and make life hard on the Clippers there too. So it is a huge performance for him, averaging 20 points, 13 and a half rebounds through the first four games of the series. And it's been so exciting to see a physically talented player really come into his own on the brightest stage so far of his career. Hi, this is Daniel Rue from the Real GM Radio Podcast. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now on the pro basketball, hockey playoffs, and Major League Baseball season. BetOnline.net has all the action. Basketball, the playoff battles continue as their teams make the run for the championship. America's pastime is in full swing. And let's not forget about hockey's chase for the cup. BetOnline has you covered. If you love golf, MMA, championship boxing, they have that too. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports, the news, scores, and odds. So head to the website, use your mobile device, and bring home the game with BetOnline.net.